Welcome to the 87th episode of Glenn and Casey's Royal Ramble. You know, it's funny. It's the 87th episode, but it's mm. about our 50 billion in lockdown. Because yeah, I feel like I've been talking to you on this small screen forever. So why not celebrate the 87th episode <laughs> with some... You can hear my voice properly for once. Yeah, that's it. You don't sound like you're on the toilet. <laughs> no, but you can hear everything else. Out. It's so sensitive. Like, I'll open this beer. I know. Well, that's why I'm not using my special microphone today, because, um, yeah, if I use that outside, it'd sound like I'm in a hurricane. It really would be special to say, because we're getting strange backlash weather from all the, you know, all the hurricanes and rubbish going on in the world. Ah, uh, is that why? Because it's been windy constantly, like, the last month. People laugh when you tell them that shit. They're like, ah, we're in Australia. What are you talking about, you idiot? It's like, it's one closed system. Yeah. It's the globe. We we do. We always get backlash, like, weeks later. Well, like, week you later. know, a butterfly can flap its wings on one side of the globe. And... <laughs> and strangely not be picked up by my crappy microphone on the exactly. other side. Exactly. But maybe yours, or you never know. But today, Case, it's your pick. Yeah, we're in 2005. This is No Mercy is my pick. And it's oh, obviously a, a time when uh, the previous brand split was in force. So, it, I mean, it, it speaks to the quality of their roster. I mean, there's a few, there's a few dodgy, <laughs> dodgy people on this uh, oh. card. But, but having said that, it's still you know, a full card and it's only half the WWE's active roster, essentially. So. Absolutely. SmackDown was... Indeed, the B show back here, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. But uh, look, at least with the dodgy wrestlers, they, they know who they are. They're not blindly sending them in going, well, this guy will be good, right? It's mm. not 95 territory anymore. Exactly. And it's a couple, this is actually a couple of pay per view debuts here for. Um, Notice that. For a few wrestlers. So, yeah, I guess from the top, we'll, we'll just uh, break it down where. This is October the 9th, 2005. We're in Houston, Texas at the Toyota Center. 7,000 people flat in here tonight. Yep. And, uh, of course, being a SmackDown commentary, we've got Taz and Michael Cole. A SmackDown pay-per-view, we've got Taz and Michael Cole, Michael Cole on commentary. Yeah, yeah, so I've got a new microphone, so I'm just going to fuck up everything I try to say. So <laughs> everybody hears my mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Now I've got to say I don't I don't mind Taz most of the time, but this event he was just talking absolute shit the entire fucking pay per view. I could not handle it. Yeah, it was he was okay. I mean, Mm. Michael Cole's never been a favorite of mine either. Like, not not that he's no good at his job. He's just his voice is very. It's just there. There's no character to him. Absolutely. um, Like I don't know. It's all a. Taz is just a bit forced. Okay. Yeah, and he's but he just kept going on about the dumbest stuff the whole thing. I'll well, I'll probably I've probably got it in my notes, so we'll leave it for that. What was the first match, uh, Glenn? Okay, we've got well oh, the very good. first match was the dark match, and we had Paul Birchill and William Regal against oh Brian Kendrick, the Brian mm. Kendrick to some, and Paul London. Who cares? We don't even know what happened. So, yeah, too uh, many Pauls in that match. Yes. Oh my God! Imagine Taz trying to call it. But uh, we actually opened the pay-per-view with a quite an interesting one. Yeah, to say the least. So we've got Christy Hemi, which is with the new and improved Legion of Doom. And they're <laughs> up against Eminem. Yeah, Joey Mercury, Johnny Nitro, and Molina. Look, the new improved, I don't know if improved is a good <laughs> word to use there. We've got Animal looking 
very out of shape and very old. And he's partnered up with Heidenreich, whoever the hell he is. Yeah, Heidenreich. And uh, he doesn't do much here, does he? No. Um, he's a beast. Like, he's huge. Yeah, but he comes out and, like, I mean, Animal's got a hurty shoulder, I see. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Heidenreich has a skull drawn on his face. Like, <laughs> Papa Shungo. Yeah. And I was like, okay. But he's got to be an ex, ex-footballer, yeah? yeah? Oh, no. oh, it has to be. Yeah. has to be. Christy Hemi's hot, so I'm happy. <laughs> Uh, sure. Actually, M and M look like money here, don't they? They do. They look, yeah, yeah. They look great. I'm like, I yeah. forgot how good they are. Like, yeah. And, well, um, I'm, I'm not too sure about Molina's uh, leg warmers, though. I don't know if they're necessary. <laughs> Fair enough. But what have we got here? I've like, uh, got uh, got a few notes. A uh, big clothesline by Heidenreich. That's practically all he does. Yeah. To Johnny Nitro, and he does. He sells it awesomely. Like you know, only he and Shawn Michaels can. We see Mercury deliver a nice neck breaker. They attempt a, a snapshot. Actually, it, it's executed against uh, Animal for a two count only. Mm. And uh, the one thing that caught me off guard is that uh, the crowd are way into this. Like they're totally into LOD, and I'm like, yeah. that, that, that's not LOD. That's a new dude. What? what what's going well, on? Well, you know, Christian might have something to do with that. But yeah, look, uh, Hawks Hawks recently passed on at this point, so it's sort of. Uh, you know, a tribute to him in some regards. And, you know, at, the match ends with <laughs> Christy Hemi and Animal doing a doomsday machine. Uh, and Whoa, Taz, I know. Yeah, it doesn't Michael Cole, like, oh, Hawk would be so proud. I'm like, I'm sure he's rolling in his fucking grave. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the thing is, is that the doomsday device that LOD, the originals, used to deliver... Animal didn't go falling back on his back. Like, mm. You just used to get knocked off the shoulders. Like, yeah. And only, only certain uh, tag teams could sell it well. The Beverly Brothers, strangely, popped to mind. They, they used to be able to sell it quite yeah. well, make it look even more dangerous than it practically is. Prior to that, though, did you see another sneaky move? Animal and Christy, Christy's doing everything, yeah. uh, delivered, they do a heart attack. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, so yeah. I caught that. That's that. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought I saw a. I, I just thought I saw a massive spider. I was nearly out of here, but it's not. I've got spiders on the mind because I I had a little battle with one earlier in the garage. So yeah, yeah I won. I won. I didn't realize I could swear. I, I I knew so many new swear words. I, I taught the spider a few before I uh, met my thong. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so next we've got a burger match. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we got Bobby Lashley in his pay-per-view debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's out here to essentially squash Simon Dean, or Simon should Dean. that be squash a few burgers into his face? Uh, Simon Dean, I have no idea who he is. I do. Uh, uh, yeah. He was he was Nova in ECW. Oh, so he okay. was part of the Blue World Order. <laughs> you remember those idiots? Oh, with like Blue Manie and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and Stevie uh, Richards. So that, uh, then that's right. about it. But he looks very different here. Who is he here? He's like an exercise like, dude. Yeah, fitness guy. So he comes out with a waiter carrying a tray full of 20 double cheeseburgers and then proceeds to berate the crowd for being fat pieces of shit, basically, in Houston, yeah. Texas, eating too many uh, cheeseburgers. So, you know, easy way to get heat. But I guess he did have an ulterior motive there. The reason he brought out the tray 
for burgers was because he wanted to use the tray to smash Lashley over the head with. Yeah. Not that it did much good. <laughs> no, no, it just made him angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, not a lot to report here. Uh, we see a nice suplex to get things started, obviously by Bobby Lashley. Yeah. I'm getting some serious Brock Lesnar vibes off Lashley here, even though he's sure. green hats. Yeah. And uh, a botched charge by Lashley temporarily mm. changes the tempo. However, it's all over quite quickly with an old school squash match. And uh, yeah, like you said, the trade of the face. That, that was about it. That, yeah, Lashley, he, he goes to pick Dean up at one point, up on up high, and he basically botches it and stumbles it and um, yeah, nearly drops him. How, how good would have that been, though, if he got him? Yeah, absolutely. Well, where'd you go? <laughs> And that's why I don't have the new equipment out. <laughs> was that the wind? That was the wind, yeah. yeah. Just blew everything off the table. It's it's getting weird out here. It's getting a bit spooky. Mm. It was a nice day to start with, but I think this is going to be the end of it soon. So, all right, let's do this quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in shorts. What an optimist. I'm Not in shorts much. too. Uh, it's, been, it's been beautiful down here. It's Yeah, it's getting a little overcast now. Anyway. The older you get, the more you talk about the fucking weather. I don't know what's with that. Yeah, and all your aches and pains. All oh, my back's been killing me. Have I told you about that? No. <laughs> no, it's good. It's been old person. Go, oh, I thought you were bowling again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but th- that was a thought, an afterthought. Prior to Lashley doing his own kaplop of sorts, is when he whipped him up and caught mm. him and he staggered. And I'm like, oh, but that would have been great if he just got him up there, like on a, yeah. a, almost a torture rack. I was like, ooh, okay. So, look, that's over quite kindly. 155. Yep, that's all, all we needed. Uh, but following that, we've got a fatal four-way for the WWE United States Championship. Before we talk about this, mm. quite good night. The waiter was oh, yes. Big Dick Johnson. <laughs> do you remember Big Dick Johnson? I do not, but that's a great name. He used to come out and dance in a G-string. Oh, really? <laughs> Jim Ross once punched him in the balls. It was the funniest thing ever. Oh, anyway. Anyway. All right. Well, going to have to look up a Big Dick Johnson match for the next paper. And Taz think. keeps making fun of how fat the waiter is. I'm like, Taz, you're a porky little bastard. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised Taz didn't sneak over and grab a burger. There's only 19, I'm sure, at the end. All right. Well, so also, before we get to that match, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> also, we've, talk about. Yeah. We, we've got uh, JBL backstage as well, who's gearing up for his match against Rey Mysterio. I don't remember if you... don't know if you recall this promo, but what stood out to me was when... Uh, <sighs> JBL, he says that Ray can come... Yum, yum, come get him some. And I was like, <laughs> never say those words again, please, JBL. <laughs> but Ray, Ray Ray comes out and starts yelling at him in Spanish. And JBL's got, like, this weird um, personal image consultant with him who's got this huge growth on the side of her head, which is all. 2005 f- is a very strange year for wrestling. But that is that is so shit because I didn't think we'd go here already, but let's just talk about it quickly. Yeah. She has, it looks like a fake dog poo out of a show bag on her face, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's supposed to be a mole. Ha, ha, ha. She's got a big, ugly mole, right? But it didn't look like a mole. It looked <laughs> like she'd fallen over in my backyard. So, um, well, for that whole promo, I was trying to figure out, was she wearing some weird earring or something like that uh it wasn't until the match later on that i realized that it was meant to be a mole but anyway ray ray is gonna gonna take on jbl so look forward to that anyway we've got that fatal four-way that i mentioned before 
Uh, it is a, it's an interesting matchup here, but Sharmel, Queen Sharmel. Well, she's not Queen at the moment, but not Booker queen, T's Sharmel comes out. I like um, Sharmel. Yeah, yeah, and she's she bigs up her man Booker T comes out to the ring, followed by Christian, followed Christian. by Orlando Jordan, followed by the current champion, of course, Chris Benoit. Orlando <laughs> Jordan made the great choice of wearing basically the exact same attire as Booker T and while looking almost identical to him other than the hair in terms of build and size, make, made this match a little confusing to, at a couple of points. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't find that confusing. But the one thing I did want to mention is, what the fuck is Christian wearing? He's wearing pajamas. He mm. comes out. I liked it, like actually. He's going on a mission. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I want those pajamas. I'd let lounge around the house in those any day. Yeah, and also, actually, side note, Christian will be joining TNA by choice very Mm. shortly, and uh, that's why it does the job, spoiler. But uh, look, it's it's a solid match, and I like how they sort of, it's not four guys stumbling around, it's like, you have a go, then you have a go, then you have a go. And we get get all the box and dice, we get the spin-a-rooney, and we get the three German suplexes to Christian. Christian has to just suck eggs, doesn't he, because he's leaving. And uh, crossface attempted a couple yeah. of times, and then Benoit wins with a freaking sharpshooter. Sharpshooter, yeah. Or what does he call it? Do they call it a cloverleaf for him? No, or? no, no. They call it a sharpshooter. They said he yeah, landed right. in the in the heart dungeon. Uh, yeah, he gets that over on Christian for the win. What I, happens after this, obviously, is uh, Shamel's very upset now because she was just all on the yeah. Booker T heart train. She's like, never worry, don't worry about. Benoit, worry about yourself. Uh, yeah. And but what this happens, I, I read up a bit. What happens after this? Um, this ends up leading to a best of seven series between Benoit and Booker T uh, yeah. for that title. Booker T wins the first match. I think maybe it's Survivor Series or somewhere thereabout. Then gets injured basically before the sevens matches are out. And Randy Orton, Randy Orton steps in to take his place. Ends up winning the final match. Uh, and for some reason, Booker T gets the championship. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. I mean, I know wrestling doesn't make sense, but what? The- <laughs> I know, if I was Randy Orton, I'd be uh, setting Booker T on fire. Perhaps we'll what get to that. Never had luck with the championship. I'm like that WrestleMania where Daniel Bryan pinned Batista, and Orton's like, uh, "Can I have a rematch? Yeah, maybe next year." Oh. <laughs> uh, you know what's up next and uh, look, I didn't enjoy the match but I enjoyed one of the participants another yeah, day case Mr. Kennedy Kennedy <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> and he's up against Hardcore Holly this guy doesn't fuck off does he I know uh, every- like he's been around for like 20 years now and he's no good he's got less hair than I do and it's bleach blonde and it oh it just anyway what do we got? Do you reckon uh, there's someone out there who's just like a huge Hardcore Holly fan? Like Hardcore Holly's his favourite wrestler. They've got posters yeah. all up around the room. And they're listening to this podcast going, stop shitting on Hardcore Holly. That's it. That's it. Maybe. Maybe. But um, <laughs> Hardcore Holly was a strange cat, actually, backstage. Because he was always pretty stiff with, like, younger talent. And he felt like it was his job to make everyone pay their dues. And I'm like, he never paid any dues. He was like a crap Sparky guy. plug. Yeah. <laughs> Sparky to my friends. Like, what the? But anyway, uh, I'm a bit sweary today. I haven't talked yeah, to anyone too. in a while. Sorry. I should have got it all out prior to hitting record. Kennedy's so polished for a mm. new main event roster guy. 
like he's great and he's got like he's got his own thing happening slight shades of the rock but mm. like not at all love the mic coming down like this is his debut and they're already on the money with who this guy's going to become yeah yeah he's great and we saw he's another guy we saw locally and he was great man was think good. about that event that we saw at the bloody white horse town center or whatever we saw we saw drew mcintyre mr mm-hmm. kennedy uh alberto del rio yep uh and gangrel <laughs> <laughs> but like what a, that's that's a you know, for probably what cost us 20 bucks or whatever. That was a pretty good event. I know. It was great. Actually, of all of the, like, dodgy local things we ever saw, that was probably my favourite night. Oh, by far, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, it's all Holly to begin with, and as I mentioned earlier, a bit snug with a couple of those blows. Uh, Kennedy introduces Holly to a ring post to gain the advantage, and then uh, <laughs> Kennedy wins with a manoeuvre. No, he yeah. wins with... <laughs> The Green Bay Plunge. It was pretty cool. I liked it. I liked that finisher. It's essentially a rolling thunder off the second rope, isn't it? Yeah, essentially, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Sylvan. The, uh, (laughs) yeah, some SmackDown fashion consultant. I guess a Tyler Breeze uh, predecessor. Sylvan comes out. Uh, I don't even, what does he even do? He, like, attacks poor old hardcore Holly? Yeah, yeah, for his next exciting feud. Wow. (laughs) look but this is that match is when i started realizing there's a great pace to this pay-per-view even though Mm. it's not the best everything is 10 minutes or under yeah and i'm like oh okay okay like you're just rolling with it nothing stays around long enough for you to not like it. yeah we haven't had a great match but like the fatal four-way was was uh decent enough and then yeah we've had a couple of cool pay-per-views like got to see bobby lashley Destroy a dude. Yeah. They keep cutting back to him force feeding Simon Dean all those burgers backstage after them are being like sat on. And also, <laughs> uh, like after after this as well, we get the um, touched on earlier where Shamel's chewing out Booker T uh, for yeah. losing, and then oh, Kennedy yeah. Kennedy sticks his face in. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh my oh, god, oh. oh man, that was so good. I was I was laughing. My ass it was off. pretty funny when he's like. Mr. Kennedy, and then he comes back. Kennedy, <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. That's so good. <laughs> and then, like, what's he's like, winner, and then he comes back and he goes, loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Kennedy's a huge guy, but he's not playing a huge guy backstage. Mm. He's playing an idiot, just a goofball uh, dickhead. Yeah, pretty, obnoxious idiot. Yeah, yeah no, look, Kennedy. I didn't warm to him at all at the time when I was. I was still mm. watching wrestling on and off around this era. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, I've got to watch more Kennedy. I, I think I like him. Yeah, he's great. So what do we got next? We've got JBL. Ah, the JBL Rey Mysterio match. So This Jillian Hall. Yeah. I mean, I know Rey Mysterio is tiny, but I always forget how huge Bradshaw is. Like, oh, he's yeah. a massive man. He, is, he looks like a, a wrestler from the 70s. Yeah, definitely. Because he's not in shape. But he's big, and he's another guy that didn't really play his size a lot, did he? Like, mm. you know, he's trying to almost million dollar man it up a bit with this new JBL character. Which uh, I guess this is after the JBL title reign, so he's sort of going back into mid card territory. Yeah, and, uh, look, Julian Hall eventually ditches the dog shit off her face, <laughs> and like just becomes an annoying like because she's one of those women that you look and you go, she's attractive on paper but yeah. she's not attractive, which is perfect, yeah. I think. Like, you know, like she's got good stems and all that, but her voice is grating. And, yeah, like I thought she was actually quite a good addition to this package, 
Mm. Just the, the mole was too much. Can you imagine Vince when she comes in with the mole? They go, now nah, make it bigger. Now nah, make it bigger. Oh, it's hilarious. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. And Taz does not shut up about it the entire match, which goes for 13 and a half minutes. It's like, Jesus, all right, we get it. She's got a big mole in right. Taz is no Bobby Heenan. He's no Jerry Lawler, is he? He's just, he's just, he's just an idiot. But, you know, the match itself was better than I expected. Yeah, it was decent. I mean, but, you know, they're both quality wrestlers. Um, both have main evented and will main event again. So, you know, for a mid-card match, it's, it's, it's decent. Little Ray Ray is still wrestling. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's 15 years later. The one thing that I found strange is, is because, you know, JBL quits in the ring after losing to Ray at That's WrestleMania. Right. That's WrestleMania 25 from memory. Yeah. That's in 2009. Yeah. That's four years after this shit. So. Well, well feuding for a while, I guess. <laughs> On and off, obviously. <laughs> but this is another King and Bret Hart, is it? They just <laughs> Look up. What do we got? JBL gives chase to Ray. Uh, however, Ray's just making him get gas. Yeah, in I like that. That was good. Yeah, that was fun. We see a nice bulldog off the top rope by Ray. Ray meets the steps. He loves hitting the steps. He lost his eyeball on some steps recently. <laughs> JBL gains the advantage. Nice fall away slam off the second rope from Bradshaw. He's pulling mm. out a few razor moves here. He does two more, does one outside from memory. But it, it, I like the ending of this, actually, because as, as much as JBL is a way bigger guy, clearly, yeah. I still thought he'd lose this for some reason. Yeah. I love how Ray's building, all the momentum's on his side, and then boom, clothesline. Oh, clothesline from hell, is that what we call it? Yeah, so he, he hits the 619, doesn't he? But then he misses the, um, misses the follow-up and, and gets counted with the uh, clothesline from hell. But yeah, because like, Ray Ray is sort of in an ascending position here in 2005. Like, doesn't he win the Rumble in 2006? Is that right? Oh, I don't know. I feel like it's it is. Rubble. So, yeah, he's definitely, you know, someone that they're sort of building over this period, but it's interesting, yeah, that they just let Bradshaw just close along the shit out of him. Yeah, liked it. But Ray gets his revenge in five years' time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, look, I liked it. It was just it was probably about five minutes too long. Yeah. Yeah, if that one, like, yeah, that's the longest match so far. And if it had it stuck to the same pace we were sitting at before, we'd probably be right. probably would have been more palatable. But still, you know, it was fine. Uh, the next match, oh. though, is uh, the longest match on the card, and I loved it, to be honest. Yeah, I did like it. I, I, it's different, because we've all seen casket matches, and we've certainly seen they don't always work. Uh, that dismal one we watched recently. At, uh, oh, well, yeah. SummerSlam 95, Karma, and yeah. Taker. And uh, even though two great wrestlers, it just didn't work. But this one does work. But first, Orton comes out with Bob. I didn't recognise Bob for a sec, because he didn't have his cask on. <laughs> Yeah, of course, it it is a handicap casket match, we should say. So take us up against both Randy Orton and his dad. Yeah, yeah, which Mm. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, Bob's obviously not going to be involved much. Mm. Well, I was wrong there, wasn't I? Yeah, absolutely. uh, The dopey druids come out. Oh, Oh, that's right. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit here for five minutes watching these guys come out. And then (laughs) Taker finally comes out. It's a bit punchy, kicky to start with, but it soon turns into a pretty neat story. Uh, I, I actually, yeah, I like the inclusion of Bob. Uh, Randy can't beat the taker by himself. He needs daddy. <laughs> what else have we got? Oh, man, I got notes everywhere. Uh, <laughs> Anthony's like, uh, she's watching it with me and she's uh, 
she at first she thought um bob was randy orton's brother and she was like does he always just look like uh someone's uncle at a barbecue and i'm like uh it's his dad and yes <laughs> he does everybody was back but, uh, in his prime wrestling days bob takes some nasty shots during this though mm. Um, we see a good, uh, I like, you know what I like, and just out of, uh, it's halfway through the match, but I like the big superplex by both Orton. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty fun. Randy cops a snake eyes. Bob nearly cops one. Cowboy Bob gets a fire extinguisher right. at one point, and he goes to waffle taker with it and just drops it in the casket. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> thanks. I think this thing's going to come back somehow. Um, I did actually like the chair shot taker gives to Randy, and he goes, yeah. and falls into the casket. I like that bit. This was what? It goes for 20 minutes, and it didn't feel like 20 minutes. It was pretty yeah. fun. And uh, what else have we got? Uh, but Bob cops a, what a triangle. He's in a choke Yeah, hole. that's all right. <laughs> He's put away. He goes in the box. And then, uh, and then what, is it? what does Orton do? He's, he's out of the box, though, isn't he? Yeah, well, I only remember that. Yeah, I can't remember that bit, but then I remember basically he gets uh, Taker take and Orton somehow end up in the box while Bob's outside and Bob like shuts the lid and he's like, Oh, did I win? Like, no, <laughs> you get Randy out of there. <laughs> yeah. Bob's struggling to follow the rules of a custom. <laughs> Tries to pin taker at one point. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, come on, Bob. Jesus. You're at WrestleMania one. You know how it works. There's a nice last ride. I mean, you get everything mm. again here, don't you? Um, yeah. You get an old school in there. Yeah, old school, and we um, see a cool RKO at one point. Yeah. Uh, and then what happens? Uh, uh, well, Orton, uh, when they're both in the, the coffin, Orton hits uh, Taker with the chair again and oh. manage, manages to scramble out. An old school chair shot to the head. Tonk. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, but also that's prior to Taker getting blasted by a fire. Oh, yeah, of course. Lest we forget. And presto changer, Taker's in the box. Yep. And uh, I... I got a bit worried because um, this you can lock this casket. I was like, hmm, I smell mm. trouble. Yeah. And so then they wheel it to the <laughs> another spot where obviously there's a trapdoor. And more obviously, it's like a safe spot where you could potentially pour gasoline <laughs> on it. Did you find that weird that Orton's pouring gasoline while standing on the casket? And I'm like, yeah. dude, your shoes are now soaked in gasoline. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know, because you know Bob's about 20 feet away going, oh, I'm not standing in this thing. Yeah, and and, uh, yeah, he's pretty liberal with that gasoline too. He's splashing it everywhere. And then he lights... uh, It's so weird how many wrestlers can't... Light a zipper. Lights a match so unconfidently. Like, they can never light matches. Well, he's using a zippo here, but he's like, yeah, clearly no one had checked that there was gas in it first, but he gets it going and drops it on there and... Boom, and then obviously, you know, everyone's in shock. Commentators are speechless, like, you know, they've just murdered The Undertaker. You know, here comes fucking Hooventude on a ride on mower. Anyway, on to the next match. Like, what? <laughs> I love it, but I just wrote that Taker dies again? Like, yeah. <laughs> this guy's like Kenny from South Park. <laughs> well, apparently he comes back at a Survivor Series uh, this year. I was reading up on it. After Orton is the sole survivor, I think, uh, in his in a SmackDown versus Raw Survivor Series match, take uh, comes out of a casket, possibly a flaming casket, and oh. uh, enacts his revenge. Look, we still need to send. I know Taker says he's retired, but <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I still want to see Undertaker in one last match 
at Survivor Series where he was introduced mm. and lose in a casket match. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just do that. It's simple. Yeah. It's so simple. But if but yeah, I know it's crazy that they haven't even thought of like when he was planning to retire against oh. Roman or whatever. Like, why are you not going to retire in a casket match? It has to be done. Or well, a buried alive match. Yeah, I don't like those. Though, <laughs> nah, you know? Pretty bad. It's not that. It's just little kids replicate wrestling. Yeah. And I don't think little kids should be replicating burying someone. Like, you know, that just sounds like that. Just little setting kids- him on fire in a coffin. That's a much better thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. That's it. Stay safe, kids. All right, Doovie's out. Nah, or nah. Uventude, isn't he? Yep. Yeah, over two with his mates Psychosis and Super Crazy. Yeah, the Mexicals. Yeah. And uh, they all come out looking like they're in Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and uh, Nunzio's out, and he's actually the champion here, the Cruiserweight. Yeah, he's the Cruiserweight champ. champ, yeah. And he's got his and nice veto. Don Vito. Mm. Oh, I've just, oh, I think I've just added that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, look, I haven't. I haven't written a lot for this one. I've written, do you like fast-paced action, Case? <laughs> I've just written, Taz talks a lot of shit. Because <laughs> oh. he's just going on and on, and he, like, he's oh. calling super crazy psychosis the whole match. Like He's just going on about, I don't even can't remember what he's going on about, but it's just like, shut up, Taz. You're just making this match even more unbearable. Well, I did... Actually, no, it's okay. It's like a, it's, it's what good. you expect. No, no, I, I like yeah. it actually. Yeah. yeah, it's what you expect from, you know, a cruiserweight match. And yeah, it's good to break up the main event and the match we just had with something like this. Uh, Hoobie wins it, spoiler alert, wins it with a Hoobie driver, which looked pretty good, actually, I've got to say. Yeah. Um, it was a good finish. And they're calling him the juice. Yeah. I didn't know they called the Hoobie the juice. I'm sure Taz, uh... actually, Taz says one thing where we're, I didn't laugh. I smiled. Taz said, uh, Nunzio's ass is grass. And they're on lawnmowers. And I'm like, okay. Thanks, Taz. Well, that's the main event. We've got uh, the champion, Batista. So he's the world heavyweight champ, the big gold belt. Uh, and he's up against Eddie Guerrero, who he's trying to come clean Kick the drugs. He's got a new addiction now. He's addicted to respect. Real right. And this is all true, too. Like, mm. he was actually clean at this point. Good well, Eddie. I didn't realize until I started watching the match, this is his last pay-per-view. He dies, like, a month after this. I know. Mm. I know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty devastating, actually. Yeah. I did put a whole different spin on this match when I was watching. Apparently, he was supposed to go on and uh, win the title. Uh, oh, no this. doubt. Yeah. No doubt. How good is he in this? He's like, he, he looks, that. I mean, he looks like someone who's, you know, probably a month away from dying. Like, he, you can tell he's, well, he just, he's lived a hard life. But, uh, yeah, he's, you know, so on point in the ring. Like, oh, yeah. his, all his mannerisms, all his, everything is just fantastic. He is great. You know what I got here? I got WrestleMania 8 vibes, uh, Bret Hart versus Piper. Oh, yeah. Because just that little, and there, look, there's some storytelling here, which I'm mm. always a fan of. Uh, but I like how, like, yeah, Eddie's like trying to stay babyface, keep it clean. Yeah. But you can see him struggling so hard with it. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Because remember, Piper did all that shit. Yeah. Because like, Eddie has his spots with the chair and that Piper yeah, and even, bell. Yeah, and, the, and the, the rope, the tag rope. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So I liked how conflicted he was. And I was like, you know, look, 
anything with a slight psychology to it, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, I just we just saw JBL with a woman with poo on her face or whatever, and then you're like, okay, I guess there's room for this. But like, this is actually a good match. And how much better does Batista look when he's up against an Eddie Guerrero or someone yeah, like absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Batista's we... really, really good in this. I thought. Yeah. He was. He was. I forgot. I actually didn't mind Batista. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So Eddie's busting out all his favorites. He's three amigos, and uh, he cops. Actually, he cops a good spine buster. This is towards yes. the end, of course. Well, yeah, that's how it ends. So he's already copped one spine buster. He escapes from the. Um, actually, no, he, he gets the frog. He gets the frog splash on Batista's back earlier in the match, yep. which gives Batista a bit of back pain to to challenge right. him. So that when he goes for the Batista bomb, Eddie's able to sort of jump over him. And uh, yeah, basically the ending is after copying a spine buster, Eddie's got the upper hand again and go hits the three amigos and then goes to do the frog uh, splash. But then. Yep. Basically, Batista rolls away out of the way at the last second, turns around, gives him a spine buster and gets the pin for the win. Uh, but now, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That ending was interesting. There was no Batista bomb, right? Yeah. Now, now that, I found that weird. I'm like, yeah, so, is, is Batista selling the back? Or has Eddie gone, just drop me and pin me? Like, is Eddie hurt here? I don't know what's happening. But the, it, just, it felt off. I'm like, oh, what, what's, what's going yeah. on here? I've watched wrestling long enough. Uh, that, it was an interesting ending. Yeah, it's my match and a, a decent final match, you know, to go out on, I guess. Like, it's not obviously it wasn't in, in, meant to be an end of a feud or anything like that. So it's all right. just setting up to continue on. So there's not a lot of closure, uh, really. But at the end, yeah, Eddie does shake Batista's hand, sort of cementing that change to a baby face. So he did go out, you know, on top and, and as a And he went favorite. out on his back. So yeah, that's a pro. Yeah. That's a pro thing. I like that. Yeah. Even though you obviously just died, <laughs> you could have just retired. But uh, yeah, no, no, I liked it, and I forgot Batista was once quite good, hmm. but uh, way way before he made that stupid looking Stuba movie. And <laughs> have you seen that? No, no, me neither. <laughs> All right, so. It was an okay pick case. You, I hadn't seen it before, I don't Yeah, think. that was new to me, and I didn't really know much of what to expect in it. I just, this whole era of wrestling, I'm not really that. It's where my biggest hole is, probably maybe 2002, three to about 2006, seven, that sort of era. Yeah, so, yeah. How old we were. Think about how old we were back then. Yeah, we had a life. Yeah. We were. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> We weren't watching wrestling. We were getting drunk. And um, the, the next pay-per-view is Taboo Tuesday. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's a fun name. <laughs> so, look, uh, it's, it's my pick case. Yeah, what are, you, what are you picking for the next one? Wow. Continuing my new tradition of just following you, <laughs> I've decided to pick No Mercy. Uh, not this one. As tempting as it was to select No Mercy 2017, Mm. simply to watch John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Oh, I can't remember been, that match. I have blocked that from my memory bank. <laughs> yeah. can, you, can you imagine? That would just be spot, 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 yeah. you know? Yeah. So I'm like, nah, because I'd end up, we'd sit down and we'd watch it and I'd go, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> so I decided to go with No Mercy 2008. Okay. Now, the main event for this No Mercy Mm. is the champion, Chris Jericho, up against Shawn Michaels Ooh. in a ladder match. Oh, well, color me intrigued. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen this. I've never seen this match before. 
Yeah, no, I think No Mercy is a, are a blind spot in my uh, viewing. Uh, and, yeah, I, I look forward to that. That's uh, very intriguing. All right. Well, on, on that intriguing note, this has been Glenn and Casey's Royal Ramble. Uh, ramble on. <laughs>